in too deep. This is the Into Deep Radio Show with your host, Deeper One, where we discuss driving excellence, evolution, power, and energy refined into one mind, body, and soul. What's good, family? This is Deeper One. This is the End Too Deep show. Coming at you on this cold, 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 cold-ass Tuesday. Jesus, is cold right now. Questioning my life choices this week, how cold it is. But thank y'all for coming through, listening to the show. I would like to proudly announce that I am back on Instagram Live. Yo, listen, they they had me on lockdown for the last 30 days because I made a post that somebody reported. So they turned off my ability to go live. It's been a long month, (laughs) y'all. It's been a long month. Uh, But they gave me some time to focus on some other things and start putting together my plans to do lives on YouTube. So if you haven't... Followed me or subscribe to my YouTube channel, please do go over there. It is Deeper One. Please go like and subscribe, like the videos, you know, help your boy out and get me popping on YouTube. You, know, you got to have alternatives. You got to be in a lot of places. So when you go through things like shadow bands or, or action blocks that you're still being able to get your message across without not without taking too big of a hit when something is is restricted or blocked or something like that because you're on their you're you're on their land you're in their world so you got to play by the rules but I do have my own website um that I actually just finished well we'll say about 92% complete deeper1.com over there I We'll have a lot of information, blog post, access to my all of my content, and you know pricing on my co- coaching packages. So I'm trying to build my home because my home will be my home, and no one will be able to lock me down on my website. So please go over there, check it out. I would appreciate you. I would appreciate you if you did. That would be fantastic the the title of this episode is it's just love enough i felt compelled to do this this episode on this title because yesterday i was in a clubhouse for a while which had this title and i heard a lot of interesting opinions and perspectives on whether love was enough for a relationship with a person. And I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I was blown away by some of people's, you know, perspectives and in, in, in answer to this question. 
I'm going to tell you, in my opinion, no, just love is not enough. That there's some other things that factored in. But what I really saw in listening to everyone speak about it is that the biggest elephant in the room, the what people should have been talking about, but they were not, they were focused on financial, was mental health. And I wanted to really dive into that because the finances and all this talk of high value this, high value that, six figure this, six figure that, you know, take care of me here, take care of me there, pay this bill, pay that bill. The mental aspect of being in a relationship with somebody is often overlooked. And honestly, it doesn't rear its ugly head until well within the relationship. And, and from my experience, and especially in dealing with and coaching people and my own personal experience, when there are mental issues in a relationship, a lot of the times those are the root cause of the demise of the relationship. It, it, it's generally not just one action, you know, that really slow the relationship down. It's a series of actions where you end up having to link them all together to give you an overall view of where this person is mentally and how it's affecting the relationship and how it's affecting you. And we need to have more of this in relationships and we don't have it enough. I don't hear people talking about it enough. We are too focused on money. This lady came on here and said, on Clubhouse yesterday and said that said that um, mon- love is not that important to her. And the f- being financially stable, I, I find it amusing. And, and a couple of us chuckled at it yesterday. And being financially stable is more important. And I challenged her and I says, well, what man do you think is going to take care of you knowing that your love for him is not very important to you? I mean, shit, if there's love at all. I mean, because the way she was talking, poor, she said, she straight out said, poor people can't be in love. Maybe I should make that the title. That'd get a lot of people to click in, wouldn't it? She definitely said poor people can't be in love and they shouldn't be in love. Now, I could sit here and, and, and talk about how wild that is, but I'm going to let that just sit in your spirit and let you dissect that however any way you would like to. But this, this, this finance thing, this money thing, it's... It's crazy, but you know what, though? It, it's self-inflicted. It's self-inflicted in so many ways because we've allowed someone else to tell us what's more important in relationships than not. We've allowed society to say, hey, we, we got to 
we got to shake them down. You know, this is a shakedown. You know, a man needs to do this and needs to do that. And a woman needs to do this and needs to do that. She needs to go get this degree, that degree. Um, he needs to, to pay this bill, pay that bill, do this, do that. And no one ever talks about the mental stability of having that straight, of having it straight, of having your demons dealt with, having your traumas dealt with. And there's just too many people walking around trying to be in relationships with focus on getting taken care of or getting or focused on getting their needs met focused on themselves and not focused on their own mental health, mental healthiness, and that of the person that they're with or that they are seeking. And the more and the more that we do not address it, the bigger issue it is to come. There was also a lady on there that just flat out said she's she is love damaged. That she has a very skewed and bad relationship with love and she's damaged from it because of prior relationships and straight up said, hey, you know, I'm not I'm not in therapy for it. And that that's not good. That's not good, y'all. You know, she says, well, you know, she's been talking to God and I get it. You know, I, I believe in the Lord, but you got to do more than talk to God. And when you hear somebody say they're love damaged and they're, they're not doing anything significant about it, that's a walking red flag, glaring, glaring red flag. And She's going to be a problem in future relationships if she hasn't been already. If these issues and the damage is not addressed. This is super important, y'all. It's, it's super important because you got to understand how your baggage and how your prior damage will affect your relationship in a negative manner. In a very negative manner. It matters. It matters. And how you deal with somebody that's that's got issues, how you deal with somebody that needs to tackle some traumas or need to do some things, you got to be equipped for it. And a lot of most people are not. Most people are not equipped to deal with these things. You know, lucky for, for me, I mean, it took a long time, but I'm finally equipped for it. It can be a blessing and a curse. Because when you see things, you see things from a different perspective when, when you're aware and when you know what to look for and you see signs of different things. And the blessing of it is you can assess what you may see in a future with someone based, based on their words, based on their actions, based on learning them and getting to know them and, and saying, 
they're going to need some long-term help in battling their issues. And that's, you have to make a decision. Are you, do you want to, or or are you going to be there for the long run if the person's doing it? Because a lot of the times they're not doing it. And sometimes you may be the push that they need to to get them into therapy, to get them to uh, deal with the things that they need to deal with. Sometimes you're not. And sometimes you may not be able to get them to do anything at all. And you have to be prepared for that. Mental health in a relationship should honestly, within the first month of talking to someone, you should be studying this person to assess where they are. You should be paying attention to what they say about their ex, how they talk about their ex, how they describe their previous relationships. You, 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 gotta, you have to listen. You have to listen to see if they have taken any level of accountability and responsibility for their role in their prior relationship or whether they're just completely blaming their exes for the demise of their relationships. And th- this is a telltale sign, to be honest with you, on the type of person you're dealing with. And it really rounds back into figuring out, and I said this to somebody a couple weeks ago, sometimes the victim, the person that's playing the victim doesn't realize that they are actually the monster. It's profound, ain't it? There are a lot of people screaming victim. There are a lot. I made this post about saying everything I've done for you and how that's just not a good thing to say to somebody and how how selfish it is to say that to somebody, um, how controlling it is to say that to somebody. Y'all, let me tell you, the, the, the comments went wild. People got in their feelings. They were hurt so bad and lashing out and everything. But let, let me help you understand why. When somebody tells me a story about someone, I'm in, I'm in relation, a lot of relationship groups on Facebook. I, I study a lot about relationships and people. I, I read the post and, and what people are saying, how they're describing their issues. I look at how people answer. I look at the engagement in these things. And more often than not, Most people are describing a situation, a bad situation with either the person they're with currently or an ex as a, just a complete description of the wrongs of the other person. Never, there are generally for the most part, nine times out of 10, most people are not saying, well, Hey, you know, I probably could have did this differently. Or they only target on one part of the story without giving the full story. And one thing I've learned is if somebody describes a situation with an ex or with somebody they're with and they never, ever say anything about their role, I'm willing to bet 
they were an antagonizer or they were an agitator of a situation that finally manifested itself into getting a negative response or negative action by the person that they are describing has done them wrong. Now, this is not always the case, but a good majority of the time it is. A good majority of the time it is. And what's funny, actually, I was just looking at my phone and that post still is still getting comments, you know, and somebody was like, well, the person that made this meme is selfish. And I need y'all to get a deeper understanding of this because a lot of you, a lot of you, you're not getting it. You're not looking at the big picture of things. It, it's it's easy to, to to say someone did me wrong and someone did this and someone was not appreciative of what I did. I had to remind them of what I did for them because they did me wrong. But then when I asked them, what is the response you expect to receive after saying that? A lot of people get stuck. And so I help them out with their response. And I say, what you expect when you say that You expect a person to make a change based on your response. You expect a person to be compliant after you say that. You want them to come to a realization that because you did all these things for them, they should fall in line. That's ultimately what that means. When you remind somebody what you've done for them, It's to make them feel guilty for whatever it is they've done to you and you want them to fall in line. And that is a level of control. People know what they did. People know what they did. Relationships are transactional. You give a little, I give a little. Sometimes some people take more than they give. It's just the way that is sometimes. But that's not the topic. That's not the topic. I ain't going to get get off track here. But this rolls into the mental health part of it. This rolls into the mental, the emotional maturity of people, the emotional intelligence of people, the ability to control and manage your emotions and actions from your emotions and not allowing yourself to be ruled by your emotions. And a lot of us are ruled by our emotions. We're ruled by them. And we act on them quickly without thinking about it. And and some of us, some of you are blocking your blessings when you let your life be ruled by your emotions and your feelings. Your feelings. Some of you letting your feelings and emotions block good things. And that in itself right there is an issue that's internal that needs to be dealt with. Because some of you think that, oh, well, you know, when we're talking about mental health, that we're only talking about the big shit, depression, narcissism, um, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, you know, sociopaths, psychopaths, 
No, it's, it's not all. It's not all those things. Sometimes it's something as subtle as emotional maturity and emotional intelligence that in the inability to manage your emotions and your feelings effectively that destroy relationships. And they're always overlooked. They're overlooked. So you just can't, you just can't look into love. Mental stability and where someone is mentally and emotionally should be one of the number one things you should be checking for. And to be honest with you, it's the first thing that I check for with a person. Because you know what? Money does make a difference. It can. You know, as long as somebody's taking care of themselves and I'm taking care of myself and they're not dependent on me and I'm not dependent on them, I don't care about the money. Money. Money can be earned. Money can be made. But if you've got emotional distress, emotional traumas that are lurking within you and they're unresolved, that's going to be problematic for me. Because you are going to at some point be a problem. And some of you will be a disciplinary problem. And so when I see people emotionally respond to things quickly and not taking a moment to think before they speak, that is a red flag for me. Because if you will do that to a stranger, you're definitely going to do that to a person you're in a relationship with. Now, we're not saying that people's feelings are invalid or anything like that. We're saying you got to look to see if someone's managing their mental health in a healthy way that would make them a positive conductor to a relationship. You got to check for this, y'all. You got to check for it. It is so important. And you got to look into how they talk about their past and how they talk about the person that they were just with. It tells you so much of what you need to know about a person before you get seriously involved with them. And, and, and you have to be able to choose whether you can handle it, whether you feel like if you told this person that they may need to, you know, um, talk to someone about some of the things that they're dealing with, you have to assess those things because some people aren't going, they're not trying to hear it. They ain't, they ain't trying to hear it. They, they don't want to talk about it. You know, they're in denial. They may even lash back at you and, and tell you that you're the problem. But both people need to take a step back and assess their own mental state and then the mental state of an opposite person in relation to how it will affect them. Because you will affect the lives of each other. And if one person is very emotionally unstable, it's going to make the relationship harder for the other person. And the expectation that this person deals, the expectation that this person can't talk about it with you, can say, hey, 
this this is what's going on with you and this is how it's affecting me that relationship's not going to last no matter how good the sex is no matter how much money that either of you have no matter how comfortable you are those things will rear their ugly heads at some point in the relationship and the longer the relationship goes especially if they're unchallenged and untamed the worse it's going to get over time emotional intelligence in my coaching i have a whole program on emotional intelligence where i walk you through steps on how to manage it i walk you through steps on how to to be able to acknowledge it to be able to point it out how to be able to deal with it if you feel that you're struggling with emotional intelligence and emotional maturity please reach out you can go to deeper.com at the upper right hand corner of the screen there's a red button that says uh, free free initial consultation free discovery session a discovery session is where we kind of get an understanding of what your issue may be and able to determine if i can assist you with that or not it's free so go check it out I've, I've got resources that can help those of you that may be struggling with emotional intelligence and emotional maturity that can help you get past that because this this is super important this is the importance of this let me tell you something if you've ever been in a relationship with somebody that has emotional traumas and you have to walk away from that person and you love them, some of you know how hard that is. It's hard, it is, it is very difficult. And these are these people you have to tiptoe around, you have to walk on eggshells about, you have to censor yourself and say, I can't say certain things. I can't tell them certain things about themselves without them getting upset or getting defensive. People who are emotionally unstable cannot handle these things. So whether you're the, the emotionally unstable person or you are someone that's with someone who is emotionally unstable, I've got tools that can help you work through that, no matter which side of the coin you are on. But it's time to address this mental, y'all. It's time to address this. Because love isn't just enough. It, it, it's not enough. I have been in love with two people that, God, I wish it, it, it could have worked out with these two people. Because they had something great. And there was so much love between that I had for them, that they had for me. But the, the emotional turmoil it destroyed the relationship and I had to walk away. And I know some of you have had to do that. You're contemplating doing that. 
or you've been the one with the issues and you had to say, I need to save this person. I need to let them go by walking away because I don't want to damage them. It's, it's wild. We've been there. We've been there. So it's not love ain't enough. It's not enough. You got to get to mental. We, we talk, we've talked too much about the financial. Nobody's talked about the mental. And in, in analyzing and studying people and listening to people talk about the issues and their problems and relationships, a lot of these issues are mental and emotional. And they can be resolved and sorted through with a little bit of help. But that is it for the show, y'all. If you need need a little bit of help, go to deeper.com and click on book a free discovery session. And we can book. It's a half an hour session. Book I take 30 minutes to talk about whatever it is your issue and kind of give you an assessment as much as I can on whether I would be a good fit to assist you in your issue. But again, thank you for listening to the Into Deep Show. This is Deeper One. Please go follow me on the gram at Deeper One, on Twitter, Deeper One, on Facebook. My Facebook page is Deeper One. And on YouTube, Deeper One. Go like, subscribe, share content, engage with me. I really appreciate it. And if you feel that you need a little bit of coaching, go to my website. You can choose to get the initial discovery session or you can just book um, a series of sessions. Right now I'm offering um, six session packages for long-term problem resolution, goal setting, long-term. So I got other options popping soon, but that's what's there right now. Go over there, check it out. I hope this helped you today. Thank you for listening to the show. I am Deeper One, your certified master life coach and digital creator and consultant. And this is the End Too Deep show. I'm out. Thank you for listening to the Into Deep Show with your host, Deeper One.